Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnac.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Carnac gets it done. And what's the name of this show now? What are we doing here? Inside, are we? Inside Florida Racing. I thought Inside that, Florida this Racing. This isn't the Oprah We Feel Sorry for People show, right? No, it's not. Feel sorry for no one. How's that? Monday, yeah. 7 o'clock. Holy cow. What is this, the 16th of June? Yes, it is. Yep, you know what the 15th was? My birthday was yesterday. Hey, did you... Did you guys really? both have and a nice Father's, Father's Day. Day? Are you kidding me? Absolutely. I'm a, I'm a father now, and it was my birthday yesterday. Happy birthday. 42 years old now. Oh, you're older than None me. I love it. Dose. None of that really helped your prospects as a race car driver. Nah, that's, my age isn't going to change anything of where I'm going. Speaking of race car driving, I had a good time on Saturday night racing my car. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on the edge of my seat watching you sometimes get into sleep. Oh, get out of no, here. You came close a couple of times to getting tied up with another The only driver. thing I was close to was being last. Uh, uh, actually, the the car was really good, man. I'm going to tell you, I want to thank Jack over there at Jam Racing. Uh, uh, built me a really good motor, and the motor was good, you know. Uh, uh, no problems there, and the car was even good until uh, we something wrong boiled the brakes, you know, boiled the brakes. Uh, mm-hmm fluid out of the rear brakes i lost the rear brakes only had front brakes and you know i'm in fifth spot and i'm telling them on the radio well i got no brakes so uh you know we're in fifth spot now but it's not going to last very long and so you know i got the boot a couple times in the rear end uh and uh ended up getting a flat tire yeah during the race and of course uh, for some reason they don't like to wait for me and give me the laps that i need uh, to get back on. Unlike how they wait for other drivers? Well, I know. It's, you know, I'm, I'm not going to complain because it, it wouldn't have changed, you know, a, a whole lot for me. Uh, you know, but you had $50 fun. or something it would have been the difference, but, but being a lap down or not at that time. But, um, no, I had fun, and, then, and the car ran good. And, uh, uh, like I said, I just want to thank Jack. And uh, uh, Wayne Anderson came out the winner mm-hmm. of the uh, Charlotte County Speedway 100-lap uh, race there. And, uh Scott Walters was second. Um, there was a discrepancy in the race, you know, with the uh, 77. Patrick Williams was a little upset at the call that he got, which I think as driving right there behind it and seeing what happened there, I think he got kind of uh, Well, that's when they wanted him to go to the back, and then he didn't want to, and he just left the track. And yeah. then he came down to the flag stand, and he was yelling at Greg, the flagman. Uh, he shouldn't have gone to the rear there. They, And I think after reviewing it... Um, you know, I think they kind of wish they hadn't have made that call. Um, but once you make the call and you line them up and you run more laps, not much you can do about mm-hmm. it. And uh, uh, But I'm sure uh, Tommy, the owner of the car, um, will uh, deal with the things. And uh, he'll be back. You know, they'll be back in race. You know, Patrick, he'll be mad. And um, Patrick's uh, a young racer, and he's he's been around, though, and... Uh, He'll be back. You, you know, have to realize that you do have different, and I'm sure Patrick does, realizes that there are different levels of expertise in officialdom around the uh, racetracks around the country. Yeah. It, not it, not all officials are created equal. Is that so? That's and, true. And, and the calls aren't always going to be made fair, and even the best officials in the world, you know, don't make good calls. So, I, 
you know, it's, it's if it's not one thing, it's another. For me, I think that, you know, calls that are made against me are, like I said, not waiting for me to come out. You know, I know we waited for a couple cars, you know, five laps or mm-hmm. more. And uh, the guys got the tire changed as quickly as they could. We ran out of air. We had to use an electric impact. You know, it's just crazy things like that that happened during the day. But, like I said, uh, but the wreck that happened with Billy Bigley and uh, Sean LeMaster. Yeah. Serious. That was off that the was charts, a, man. That was serious wreck. Yeah, that was a serious very serious wreck. wreck. And uh, we were under the red flag for quite a while dealing with that, getting it cleaned up. Good thing is both guys safe. Yeah, it they was hot. Away. It was hot when we were waiting for that. Hot now, inside the cars. So yeah. It's unfortunate to see the cars like that. I was talking to the Masters there, and they said they may have to, uh, you know, put the motor in their other car. And uh, Bigley's car, of course, uh, looked like it was hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, pretty good. And I didn't see it like you guys saw it, but from my seat, what I saw, uh, I told them on the radio, I said, that's probably about the most serious late model wreck I've seen um, in the last couple of years mm-hmm. um, there. And uh, I believe uh, what LeMaster was telling me is that um, their trailing arm mount broke, which is what attaches your rear end on each side. So when it broke, it turned the rear end, which turned the car immediately and um, kind of caused that whole thing to happen. Well, you know, besides, I there was the super late model Saturday night and the Legends and mini stocks. And then, um, you know, the, the Thunder Trucks made up their race that they got ran out, rained out on Friday. Um but then there was the uh, the outlaws, the, the Gary LaPlante's group, the um, outlaw street stocks. Outlaw street stocks, and and here's my question, Rob, and and um, and I bring this up because people around me were all sort of expressing the same feeling, wondering what was going on with that class because it used to be in the past every time they ran, um, they're always good field and um, great racers, and always a really interesting. A race to watch, and this race just was sort of so-so. Um, it seemed like there were some cars out there, some drivers that maybe didn't lack the confidence or experience, or like maybe their first time running with them, or their their cars didn't have the same um, power as others. It, it just didn't seem like a, a, t- a typical race that usually Gary puts on. Who knows? You know, you have good ones and bad ones, guys that are doing other things and stuff, because Gary has guys that are racing, uh, you know, all over the place that come and race Mm -hmm. his shows because it is a specific type car um, that doesn't run, say, like, you know, at Charlotte or uh, I think the guys at DeSoto can come and run. And and that's what you saw was a couple guys come from DeSoto. uh, uh, Robert Robert Chris, the guy that finished in in second spot. um, uh, Robert Chris actually won in DeSoto and then uh, loaded up and mm-hmm. they can't because they raced first so they ended up coming and uh, he finished second uh, to the 71 um, who won the race uh, on Saturday night. People were asking me you know what, what's going on with this class it's like oh I, I don't know I'll try to I'll try to find out now noticeably to me missing was Donnie Ollie Jr. but apparently there is some um, a member of the issue. family that's, that's, that's in the hospital so he was there taking care of family first of course. Yes, but, they're uh, not. They, they weren't racing for a specific reason like that, and uh, not because they weren't ready or anything. Because no, they were ready, by the way, and uh, probably would have uh, made a great addition to that show. And uh, who knows? Could have come out the winner. Um, you know, talking about DeSoto, I was talking to Robert Chris, you know, and asking him about the crowds there because we mm-hmm. talked about the crowds before. And um, you know, I I always say it, man. Really, what I want to see is I want to see all these tracks survive. You know, I want to see Bobby survive. 
I want to see John survive, man. We need both of those racetracks to be running. Um, what the trick is to get people there, I don't know what that is. I know there was a controversy of uh, people riding buses and things like that to try to get people at the racetracks and well, I do, taking I do them know, from one county to another. And I do know that John is planning a big thing at the end of the month, um, sort of like a New Year's Eve style celebration at the track at the end end of the month they're going to do with demolition derby and buses and you know a lot of the um different forms different things they do out at the racetrack um all in one night you know some stuff they might only do once a month they're going to put them all together on the same evening so well he definitely uh needs to get some business out there need to get some car counts up their car counts are low robert was telling me the car counts were low and uh he said he's raced out there and uh you know, he says that John at times can be a little tough on the drivers, and uh, I don't think he's tough on the fans. He probably doesn't yell at the fans like he yells at the drivers. <laughs> uh, we wish them all the best. Who knows? Uh, on the show today, we got a great show today. Got a lot of guests. Um, yes, we do. We have, yeah. one, uh, we have one on the line with us right now. Co- which already? One? Somebody's one? already in the green room. Number one? No. What number? Number seven. Number seven, Ernie T. Uh, Ernie Junior. T. Junior. Um, one of my old go kart racing buddies from way back. Uh, what's happening, Ernie T? This is uh, Rob Elting and uh, C.C. Brooks. Welcome the- to Inside Florida Racing, Ernie. Hello, thank you. Um, how you doing? Doing great, man. How you doing tonight? Hey, not too bad. You know, it's a little warm outside, but I'm uh, doing good. Actually, Ernie, they're not doing good at all. We got you on first because maybe I thought maybe you could warm them up, get them, <laughs> get them kick started, get some fire, light some fires here, Ernie. Come on, man, help oh, me out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're a little, little slow today, huh? Hey, it's what can I say? It's Monday. It was a long work day. Yeah. You know, okay. And we still start winding down. I got to crank back up. But uh, how in the hell are you doing, man? For real? <laughs> for real, I'm doing good. I can't complain. Um, uh, you know. I can't complain. I'm having a great time, you know, doing everything, racing and stuff like that. I can't complain. Of course. Uh, now you were you were racing what the TQ Midgets the other night? Yeah, I was down there racing at Charlotte County there on um, Saturday night. I was running the TQ. Uh, the... Say what? I was down in Charlotte. Yeah, running number ten TQ. Oh yeah, yeah number yeah, yeah. ten. Okay. Yeah, number ten. Yeah, I sold my car last year at the end of the season. Um, we had a guy came up to the racetrack there and. Saw me run it a couple of times, and then he bought it after the last race um, last year there. And um, I've been putting a new car together, but I haven't got it finished. And now I've been driving for another guy named Dave Curio. He gave me the opportunity to drive one of his race cars. He's got three of them. So I got the opportunity to drive his car a couple of races now until I get mine done. How do you like racing at Charlotte County Motorsports Park? Oh, I love it. There's a lot of room there, you know. You know, it's got two grooves, especially with those little cars. It's got, uh, you know, you got your low side and you got a high side. With those little little cars, you can go basically anywhere on that track there. It's a good little racetrack. So, uh, Ernie, uh, you've raced uh, every variety of these uh, open-wheel cars, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. do, are, are you still racing the bigger cars, you know? You got races coming up this year. Will you be racing other cars? Uh, no, I haven't been racing. I raced... Uh, non-wing sprint car a couple of times last year um but this year i'm just uh taking it easy not racing too much i'm gonna race the tq when i can um if i'm available to race i'm gonna race um nothing in the plans of running a sprint car or anything else right now 
always looking to run something like that, but just haven't had that good opportunity to run something like that. Hey, do you still you still deal with any of the uh, go kart stuff at all? No, I haven't been around the go kart stuff at all for quite some time now. It's um, I don't even know where to even go anymore. Um, besides going up to like East Bay for the dirt or Dirt Devils for the dirt tracks. Um, but the pavement stuff, I haven't been around that at all. Here, uh, I don't even, can't even remember last time I went to a go kart race. It's all go kart. <laughs> but that was back in the day. Those were a lot of funs out there at Sarasota Braves in there by the airport there. Running uh, the go karts out there, it was a lot of fun and learned a you know got a lot of experience into what I'm doing now with the go karts from the go karts. Yeah, we try to tell the kids out there, you know, if they want to learn, that's uh, definitely where to go. You know, as Ernie and myself and many other yeah. race car drivers out there mm-hmm. come from, uh, you know, racing go karts and mm-hmm. getting into these other classes. Uh, uh, what what are your uh, are they running a, a point series over there in the uh, TQ midgets? Yeah, I got a point series there. Um, the past uh, two years, I won the championship. Um, 2006 and 2007, I won the championship in the TQs. Um, this year, um, I missed a couple races at the beginning of the season, so um, I'm probably around fifth or sixth or maybe a little further down than that because um, we're not getting that many cars out there right now. But hopefully people will start catching on and, you know, start, you know, after they go cars, get into that. If they want to go open wheel racing, get into those. And then slowly move up to a sprint car or any, you know, other types of form of racing. But TQ is a good way to start after go-karts. Yeah, you know, I mean, it'd be a great thing uh, to talk to Bobby about since you're, uh, you know, around the Charlotte County area. And uh, mm-hmm. maybe about doing a school for kids or something, you know, because that's, that's what you got to do is, uh, I guess, the uh, the regular nights, the Saturday nights, you know, they see all these classes they can go run and uh, the midgets only coming at periodic times before. Now they're coming more. Um, you got to get a couple of those uh, fathers getting their kids involved in that. And, you know, uh, Bobby definitely entertained uh, being the track that you do it at. But, uh, right. Because that's another yeah. thing, you know, you, you see the, 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 mm-hmm. the younger generation is uh, taking over all of our classes. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Um, that would be a great opportunity down there in uh, Charlotte County to, you know, have a class, you know, one night a week or have them, you know, come out there on a Friday night or tell, you know, do some advertising. You're going to have these TQs out there for people to see and, and, you know, see what they're all about after, you know, racing go-karts, see, you know, maybe their kids are wanting to move up, you know, when they're four, 13, 14, 15 years old, you know, something to move up into. Um, it'd be a great opportunity for them to come out and see them or, you know, get, see what they're all about. That way, if they're wanting to go open wheel racing, it's a cheap way to go. You know, it don't cost that much money to run one of those. Well, that's what I was wondering. I was wondering mm-hmm. how costly is it, Ernie, to get into the TQ midgets? Um, it's not that bad. Um, you can buy a good top of the line race car, complete with spares and everything, for about seven thousand dollars. They go really fast. Though. Yeah, they go pretty quick. They're um, what was that? The end of two thousand six or something. I, Rolled mine coming out of four, and I think I ended up past the flag stand. So it was going pretty fast down there. But, uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> what powers them? Uh, we got a uh, 2004 GXR 750 Suzuki in it. Uh, motorcycle motor there. Motorcycle motor, okay. yes. Yep, yep. And they're not that much to cost. You know, just basically your cost of racing at a night is um, getting in the pits and getting there. Um, other than that, there's a $10 they put every night toward the club, toward the point fund. Um Wait, you sign in, so it's not really that much costly, and your tires don't wear out that much on those things because they really, I don't know, 
unless you're really sliding it around sideways or something, you're going to burn up your tire. But you won't really burn up a tire for five or six races. Hmm. Yeah, so it's not that bad. It's, it's, the cost is down, and that's what we're trying to keep it down so that, you know, more people can get involved with it. Yeah. To, you know, get into some kind of form of racing where it's not going to cost you three or $4,000 to go race it and, you know, win a $1,000 or something like that, you know, so... Where where could uh, somebody find out information about um, the mm-hmm. series and uh, the cars and stuff? Um, there's a website called uh, FMARA. It's Florida Midget Racing Association. dot com, um, and you can go on there and there's a site. It's the website for here in Florida, and it um, tells you all about the different cars. And I don't I haven't been on there in a while myself, so I couldn't tell you what's on there right now. If there's cars on there for sale or anything like that, I don't know. Um, but it usually says updated on the points and the standings and a little bit about each driver that's out there, you know. What was what was the website it. again? It's uh, fmara.com. That's the abbreviations, I guess. Now, Ernie, do you um, travel around the state racing at different tracks? Um, we we race mostly at Charlotte County, the second and fourth, and then on the opposite um, dates were usually up at like Citrus. Mm-hmm. Um, we then, and that's the only other racetrack we've been running since I've been back racing these the past three years now, four years, three years. Um, but we used to go all over the state, um, back in the nineties when I was racing these, when I got out of go-karting, I got into the three quarter midget, the TQ midget. Um, and we were traveling all over the state and, you know, Orlando, um, down to Hialeah, we went high before Hialeah closed. We were running down there. Um, Ocala, um, Citrus, uh, all the different tracks, all, you know, DeSoto. Well, I guess it's sort of a blessing that you don't have to travel to all those different tracks now, considering with the price of fuel. That is correct, yeah. And then um, I'm in Sarasota, so it's only like 45 minutes, so it's even close to home, so that's even better about traveling down to Shore County. Mm-hmm. So it's nice. <laughs> well, Ernie, I'm on the website, and uh, yep. there you are right there. Ernie T. Jr., 2007 champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got a bunch of the champions there on the side there. It's got their schedules and everything on there, the fmara.com. Yeah. Um, yep. Check out the website, and you can find out more information about um, Ernie and uh, everything else. You know, uh, that's good. What would you say? Every two, second and... Second and fourth Saturday of every month, and I think we're taking, I believe it's, August, the month of August, off because of the heat. I think it's July or August. I think it's August, though. Trying to, you know, summer must try to take give everybody a little break. But um, we're down there the second and fourth Saturdays of uh, every month. Come check us out. All right, Ernie. Uh, I appreciate you taking time out of your day to uh, talk to us. And uh, you keep racing out there and uh, All right. keep winning. All right. Thank you guys very much for having me on. And uh, anytime, just give me a call. See you, Ernie. Ernie thanks, thanks, man. Bye bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. There you have it, Ernie T. Junior. Um, been racing for a long time, you know. Good uh, guy. Racing open wheeled stuff. That's what he does. He's open wheeled man. Open wheel man. <laughs> All right, uh, we're gonna take a break now. Okay. Okay, we're I gonna take. A, a break. We're gonna take a break now. Okay? All right, we're okay. gonna take a break. We're just, gonna, to, we're just gonna play some music so we can collect our thoughts. You're listening inside Florida racing with uh, Bonehead and Cece and. Uh, the jack of all trades.
meditation Learning lessons of the heart A recent revelation I found a place to start It's the highway Can you hear me? Good evening, everyone. C.C. Brooks with you. And Boathead. Driving down the Dixie Highway. <laughs> okay. and We uh, could put this on television. It, it would be really cool. I, I don't know how many times the, people web, do know me, the ones that do know. I have wait, you want to put webcams in A face for radio. A face yeah, for radio. That be scary? What, are we going to be on Pal Talk? <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to start worrying about what I come dressed in. Hey, Rob, C.C., we, we have with us on the... On the phone, uh, Corey Abbott, uh, Legends Racer, one again. Welcome to Real Racing USA, Corey. Glad to be on. Welcome, Corey. So, you, so you won this past weekend. Um, so, what's that put your record at? How many uh, first places have you taken so far this year? Um, I'm not quite sure this year because we haven't run a uh, steady season. Um, we've been taking weeks off and just running kind of races that uh, we want to run or we need to test for. But uh, we got a big race coming up in two weeks in Montana, so that's the one we're really looking forward to win. Oh, so you so now now you're a Legends driver, correct? So, right, a Legends driver. Yeah, a Legends Pro. A Legends Pro. So you're uh, a, this is a nationally touring group then? Yes. Yeah. They, we race in uh, almost all the states. We actually they have uh, some in Canada and uh, some in Europe. Too. Wow. 
Wow. Now, see, now, Rob, I think this is the circuit that uh, Cody uh, Bonoit Bonoit was going to yes, go on. Yeah, that's yes, that's he's racing too. Uh, he ra- he used to race trucks down south in Port Charlotte. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He uh, he just started. Uh, actually, I've got the chance to race with him a few times, and he's done pretty good. Yeah, Cody won Saturday night. Yeah, he's uh, he's racing down south in uh, uh, with a uh, with a um, pretty good group of cars. They they don't have as many cars as they do up uh, in Orlando yet. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's been doing really good for just starting out. Yeah, it was great to watch him win Saturday night. So, so you're the two-time PPG champion, is that correct? Yeah, two-time PPG champion and three-time uh, track touring or uh, Orlando Speed World champion and one-time National Touring Series champion. So uh, the schedule that you guys have this year, uh, how many races are you going to race? Um, we're not. We don't. Uh, really have a schedule this year this year uh, there was a lot that was going on with uh 600 racing and uh their motor program um they've kind of done a whole flip on the 600 racing so uh this year we're kind of gonna take it easy on the racing we're gonna race all the big races like we uh raced the winter nationals 08 um we actually did good in that we won the winter nationals uh it was a speed week and we won that um so we've uh, that was one of the big wins we've had so far, and then we've uh, we've done all the PBG races, and I think we've won three out of four PBG races that we've had. And uh, there was a, a national qualifier down in DeSoto, Florida, um, and we won that also. So we're kind of just picking and choosing races. Mm-hmm. And how long have you been racing, Corey? I've been racing since I was five, and I'm 19. So uh, 14 years, um, but I've been racing legend cars for, I think this is my fourth year. What's the difference between a legend car and a dwarf car? Um, a dwarf car, uh, I think the motors are open, really. They could do whatever. Uh, they run different tires. They're a little bit wider um, and longer. Not not as uh, They're not as big as a stock car, but uh, they're a little bit bigger, so they got a lot more grip, um, not as much rules. As uh, the Legend Car program does have. <laughs> that sounds like a good class, doesn't it? The way you just explained it all. Yes, yeah. rules. It, oh, it, it, it's, a, it's a fast class. Those cars uh, go so fast, I don't know if I'd want to drive them. Cause oh, whatever. Bigger than us. Whatever. And they're going a lot faster. You're, you would drive it. You'd drive oh, it in a second. On. Need for oh, speed. I, I, you know you got it. Anything in a second, that's <laughs> for sure. But, uh, but um the Legend programs uh, definitely got the safeness of um, the smaller cars because we, we can't go on half-mile tracks. I think the Dwarf cars can, and they get up and go around them half-mile tracks. Well, why couldn't y'all? Just because of the way they're built, you know, they're not safe to hit something at, you know, 120 mile an hour or something? Yeah, well, see, I, uh, I actually, uh, my throttle stuck one night, and uh, I hit the wall going about probably 85. All right. And, uh, that had to hurt. Yeah, I broke my leg, and the uh, car caught on fire, and um, we have doors on them since they're so small. The doors got jammed, so it had to climb through the window. So that was probably the hardest hit a legend car ever needs to take. Um, but Why, Why'd your throttle stick? Uh, I don't think we really know. Um, what? It, it, we, the car hit so hard, it knocked the carburetors totally off the motor. Oh, yeah, that's right, because they're right up front there. So... Um, the, the car was damaged so bad we couldn't we couldn't inspect on what made the mm. throttle stick. Damn. Yeah. 
Wouldn't turn? You tried um, to turn? It, it turned as much <laughs> as it could. Right. It turned to hit the center of the wall and not not the not, not the beginning part of it. So uh, it, it turned and then went straight. And uh, I got I, I was able to get to the brake, but um, uh, really these these cars we drive so hard into the corner, um, and I I probably drive harder into the corner than most of the legend car drivers. And I used a lot of brake. Well, I drove so hard in the corner. By the time I figured out that the throttle was stuck. Right. Um, was almost, almost, I was all the way into the corner too late to know, so. So you kind of hit turn four. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I did actually. I, I, uh, I hit the center and slid the turn, um, it was, uh, it was turn one and two, and I, it was on a restart, and I hit the center of the wall and slid to turn two. Where was that at? At Orlando Speed World. Yeah, is there any tracks you go to that you can flat foot around? Um, no. The the tires we have are are uh are so not grippy and so hard. Right. Uh, they and, and even if they were softer, they, they get as hard as they are now they get uh they get mushy and slide around. So really there's not much track we can go and uh even come close to holding it full throttle. I mean, I'm saying if we went to Bristol, I think that'd be a different <laughs> story, but where are you going? These flat tracks. Corey, where are you going in Montana? Um, Kalispell. Kalispell. Uh, right by. Is that a is that a cattle market? I have no idea. It's probably close <laughs> to Butte or someplace like that, right? Oh, uh, it's it, it, it's right by Glacier Park. Actually, it's it. We went there last year and we won, and it was probably one of the funnest races we've ever been to. That's why we're going to go again. We're going to go up there for a week this time, and not just the race because it's really nice up there. And, Hey, buy some land there while you're there. Yeah, get it now. So, so what? What's the significance of this event in Montana? Um, they have a, they they have three thousand to four thousand people at just the Legends race, and uh, they they have about three thousand to four thousand people in the whole town. So it's amazing how many people show up for this, and uh, it's a pretty big payout, and uh, a lot of good cars are going to be there, and it's a national qualifier as well. So, how many will they? How many will they actually start in the race? Um, I think uh, last year they might have started twenty six. I see you guys had twenty five in Orlando. Was that did anybody go home or did they race everybody? Oh, they raced everybody. Yeah, we had all twenty five of them, and it was a it was a good wow. You know, for twenty five cars, I yeah, had that would have been a nice race to see. Dude, did you get the video? Um, no, I don't think we got the video. Well, you need to get it, man. You, you Where'd you start this race at? I, I, I did start second. You know, Rob, oh. I, Rob, I, I would say, on Saturday night in Orlando, they race the Legends, the Bandoleros, and a lot of other classes right. that yeah. they're not the late models or the right. modifieds and those kind. It's one of the best deals in Florida, man. But, I mean, a lot of people, you hear people on our message board from time to time sort of like, they make jokes about it or something, but man, they people don't realize that's one of the best shows in the state. Did they pay week, any money week after week? Uh, Corey, you guys always have a lot of cars, right? Do what now? You always have a lot of cars there. Yes, we most of the time um, since they just uh, started up a program down at um, Port Charlotte, it kind of split the field a little bit. But we're still getting uh, every time we race uh, seventeen, about seventeen cars up in Orlando. Um, 
but like when you go to the PBG races, like that one was, which is a touring race, um, most people go to it that are in Florida. So uh, we had 25 cars, and and actually, if uh, if Cody and Josh Williams and some of the guys from Port Charlotte, if they would have came up, we could have got maybe 30, 35 cars. How many would they start? Would they start that many? Um, you know, I don't know. Uh, after watching the race that we had Saturday night, I think they might have because it was such a good race. I think we had one caution flag and nobody really tore up their cars and everybody raced clean and it was a really good show. Corey, they're trying to, they're trying to run on Friday nights is, is what, um, I think Bobby's trying to do out there in uh, Charlotte County. He actually, they did run on Friday night and Saturday night, I think. Corey has yeah, good. They did. Uh, yeah, because yeah, we have we've actually gone down there on a Friday night to race. Would you guys all go down there on a Friday night? You think? Um, it's a far drive for us for um, how many cars there are down there. But uh, yeah, we we uh, we like to go down there because it's a different track. But yeah, I definitely go down there and race again because um, the first time we went, we got fast time, and then uh, uh, we got tangled up in because they had a bounty on us to start in the back, and I got to the front. And then got into a little tangle up, but uh, our car was real good down there, and I'd definitely go down there and race again. Did, what kind of money did you make uh, winning the other night? Uh, I think the other night was only uh, like two fifty. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a big. Re- it, um, I think the sponsor of uh, the, I think the PBG sponsor uh, didn't give out as much money this year. Right. Um, but uh, it's really, I mean, honestly, if any racers in it for the money, they're they're not going to be making money but uh that's perfect and if you guys keep that attitude up that's why you got all them cars yeah <laughs> now, now Corey, you're, you're you're just 19 i was wondering what are you planning for your future where do you see yourself do you want to stay in this legends class do you want to advance up to bigger classes um i uh i'm not sure i i, I used to see myself um getting into a late model and uh running uh in some of the Sunbelt races and some of the Goodyear races, but um, you know nothing really has happened uh, since. A lot of it, you you got to have sponsors and stuff. And uh, my sponsor is uh, has to do with the Legend Car Program, so mm-hmm. he can't sponsor a late model. Who is that? I had any of the backing for a late model? Mm-hmm. But uh, who's your sponsor, I, Corey? Um, Kender uh, Racing Performance. They build Legend Car motors. Okay. So yeah, they they. Uh, they um they're not going to want to jump into a late model, and while they're trying to sell legend car motors, so um I've had the opportunity. Chad Pierce, um with Pierce Racing, has uh let me um said he'd let me drive one of his limited cars. Uh, I might get to do that one time this year. Um, but other than that, uh, there really is no plans for the late model program. But uh, sure love to try one because um. Uh, Patrick Conrad has a lot of success. Matt Bowers, so I think we'd do good in them. No doubt. You know, we had Cody. Uh, Cody's going to be on with us in a little bit, but Saturday night, uh, uh, Cody and Josh, uh, you should have been there, man, because you could have given them some competition. Them two raced each other for mm-hmm. the whole the whole race. It was a good race. They they, yeah, they battled the whole race. I think uh, Cody ended up winning, right? Yes, he did. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, yeah, I like been down there, but. Uh, I knew they were going to have a big car count at Orlando and a PBG race. I think we're going to end up doing the PBG series, so we couldn't miss that. But uh, yeah. I'm definitely going to go down there again and race with them. That's cool. 
Well, good. Well, All right. Well, um, uh, Corey, uh, good luck. Uh, keep winning out there. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us here on Inside Florida Racing, and um, I hope you continue to win. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Have a good time in Montana. All righty. I will. Bye-bye. All right. There you have it. Corey Abbott. Corey Abbott. Nice young man. Corey Abbott, man, winning in a big field. Look at the field of cars that were in that, 25 of them. And, uh, you know, I wanted to say something that I noticed the other day because I, I, I pitted, actually, you know, right there next to Cody and all them. I got to watch that whole uh, group. And uh, the legend cars, man, there was a, there's a guy that races in those legend cars. He's got to be 6'3", man. He's very tall. Six three, and he's in a legend. Yeah, he's in a legend car. He's now they himself in. well, no, they have <laughs> they have coupes and then they have sedans. You know, mm-hmm. um, so he's in a sedan, the one that's a little bit longer. He yeah. was the number fifty five that was racing the night, the okay. Eco Water Systems car. Yeah, and uh, I don't know his name. Uh, it's slipped my mind, but uh, yeah, man. So uh, any size person, whether you're the size of you know uh, a smaller person. Like these kids, mm-hmm. or you know, a big person. Not only was he six three, you know, he's probably at least he's fifty years old, probably. Yeah. You know, and I uh, hope he's not out there being forty eight, going, man, I can't. Believe it. But I'm forty two <laughs> now, so I know how it is. I'll be there where you're at, but you know, so um, kids of all ages, adults of all ages, mm-hmm. and people of all sizes can fit inside these legends cars, and man, they really move out, man. Who do we oh, have here? Hey, hey, Cody, it's Cece. Oh, hello. Oh. Hi, welcome to Inside Florida Racing, Cody. Thank you. And congratulations on your win Saturday night. Yeah, the car was running really good. Oh, no, I, it, it was a fun race with me and my friend Josh. That, yeah, it was a great race to watch. Hey, we just got off the phone uh, with Corey Abbott. Mm-hmm. And now I, I've raced against him two or three times. Now, and I was just wondering, Cody, are you going to go out to the race in Montana like Corey is? Actually, uh, that me and uh, Josh Williams, my uh, car, my my, he's the one who works in my cars and stuff. We were talking about that. Yes, I probably will go out there. That's great. It sounds like it's going to be a great race. Yeah, Josh is going out there, so it's usually whatever Josh does that I'll do. So. Yeah, now, Cody, this is Rob, Rob Elting, the guy that was uh, pitted next to you in that 27 late model um, uh, Saturday night. Oh, hey. What's happening? See, you You know, Cody, the one that spun out by itself a couple of times, (laughs) remember? Yeah, the one you came in and I changed your tire for. Yeah, exactly. in my ear where I couldn't breathe. Exactly. Now, see, you never know. You never know who the guy is that's next to you, you know, and... uh, um, we do these shows, you know, and we recognize a lot of drivers that are out there, you know. And I kind of um, was really watching you guys um, on Friday and Saturday night. And, uh, you know, I was glad to see that you came back and was able to put it on Josh on Saturday night. Because it's like I told yeah, you. I put it on me on Friday night pretty bad. Well, you didn't have, they didn't have your car set up right. That's what I was telling you, mate. They had yours, they had yours set up, so you were loose and crazy, you know, and... Uh, but listen, what I did is I actually worked on my car Saturday, and I got it right. There I you go. These are springs in my car, so. That's good. And you did. You did get it right because uh, you were able to uh, come out the victor. And, uh, you know, uh, you've done really well in those since you've gotten in those cars. You know, uh, the transition from a regular car into uh, 
those legends hasn't seemed to bother you very much. No, it's it's pretty much like it, it's it's nothing like you'll ever drive. And you never know how to. You'll never know until you actually drive one. The horsepower to weight ratio is just insane. I mean, it's crazy, pretty much. It's, yeah. it's so fun to drive. You look like that you have a good time out there, and uh, uh, you look like you're enjoying yourself. Are you enjoying driving those over driving a regular car? Uh, I'd drive one of them over a regular car any day of the week. So you don't miss the sportsman? No. I wrecked. I actually wrecked it a few weeks back. I, got, I, I, I hit the wall with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's usually not good for them. <laughs> no, usually I tweak them a little bit. i got to put a front clip on my Camaro. Yeah, well, you're going to be working on that, son. That's work. Uh, EJ Trevette actually set, does all my chassis work and stuff, so he's the one who'd be working on it. His name is EJ Trevette. He's he, he used to run NASCAR back in the day with Richard Petty, Bobby Allison, and all them guys. Now uh, let's talk about your little brother for a second. Little brother. Um, Wait a minute. He uh, Billy doesn't want to come uh, on with us. Oh, he's not going to come. Cody. On? Is your little brother there with you? Yeah, he's right here. You want to talk to him? Yeah, put yeah, Billy on. Talk tell, to him. tell Billy that Rob and Cece want to talk to him. Talk here. Billy? What's up, Billy? Are you there? Hey, Billy, it's yeah. Cece and Rob. How you doing? Good. Hey, congratulations on your wins. Thanks. You are doing really good. How's it feeling? It's feeling real good, um... Uh, um, you really don't know what to say. How how old are you, Billy? Only 11 years old. And uh, how many times have you raced that car? Seven. And how many times have you won? Four. But most, mo- uh, two, two, uh, two actually features. Two features, one 50 lapper, and two heat races. But the other times the car wasn't running good. It had water in the gas. We just barely got the car figured out. Well, you know, son, you look like you're pretty natural at driving one of those cars. Yep, I learned it all from my dad. Yep, your dad taught you guys well because both of y'all yep. guys are racing well. Uh, I was uh, the other day where we were looking at uh, Shane Leonard's car, and I told Shane Leonard, I said, you need to just let Billy drive it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Shane appreciate that. Hey, Billy. Um, is there any truth to a story I heard when I was down at Charlotte County Motorsports Park this weekend that you might be getting out of Fab Fours and maybe into a Bandolero? Yeah. Well, that's that's exciting. In about nine weeks. Nine weeks. Are you looking forward to driving the Bandolero? Oh, yes. Hmm. How many many more wins are you going to get in the Fab Four? I... I hope I only one more, and then I have to move up to Pro Force. Now, are you so that'll make three wins that you got in June? Yep. That, yes, Man. that would be three. You wins know what? June. You know who? You oh, know what? Hey, if you win, if you win one him. more, if you win one more race this month, that'll qualify you to into our uh, nominees of the driver of the month. Yep. How about that? That'll be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Then you could end up getting the driver of the year. I don't even know if the ring will fit you or not. <laughs> hey, Billy, have you driven a Bandolero yet? No, I actually haven't. 
So are you looking forward to getting that car and getting it out on the track and trying it out? I can't wait. I think it's going to be really cool. A lot more horsepower than four-cylinders. Yeah. So then, so then you would, if, if you win one more time, which then will bump you up to the Pro 4s, will you just plan to skip the Pro 4s and just go in, and stay with the Bandolero? Nope. I have to race, have to race in the Pro 4s for um, a couple weeks. Yeah, he's got nine weeks. What do you think? He's not going to race anything? <laughs> well, does it make? Are you nervous at all going up the Pro Fours? Because some of those guys drive a little aggressively. I bet you he does too. Oh, that boy will drive the wheels off anything. I know. <laughs> he's gonna. They're gonna see his aggressive side one day. If they treat me bad, they're gonna get treated right the same bad. Right, but just okay. be careful. Yes. Be nice. All you gotta yeah. do is be nice. Just show them on the racetrack like you've been doing, man. That's all you got to do. You and your brother both, you guys have been going out there and doing what you need to, and that is get your cars worked on and go out there and win the race. Yep. My Uncle Junior helps us well on setting them up. And uh, cargo's, cargo's pretty good. My Uncle Junior got it set up. Aww. Well, Billy, we sure appreciate you uh, uh, joining us tonight on Inside Florida Racing. Hey, Jack, he gets one more win, man. He's a nominee for the Driver of the Month. He, what could, do you be, he could be Shoot a Pandora in. Driver of the Month. That'd that would be, be something cool. else. So that you got to win next week now. Yep, I'm going to try my hardest. Is there an Inside Florida Racing uh, you, um, sticker on your uh, race car? Real, real Racing race, USA, USA sticker? sticker? <laughs> you guys got them on your cars? I don't have one on my Legend car, but Billy has them on his car. I know, I didn't. So, Cody, you need if more If I'd have had stickers? some, I didn't have any the other night, or I'd have given him some. Well, well, I need four stickers. I need two for both my cars. I would have given him some to okay. use for tape instead hey. of the little pieces hey, of Cody. red tape he was using. <laughs> Cody, are you going to be at Charlotte this weekend? I'm actually uh, going to a drift competition with my friends. Okay, well, I'll make sure you get some more Real Racing USA bumper stickers. Hey, Billy will be up there. He'll ra- He's racing this weekend. Okay, I'll give them to Billy. That's where you should be. You should be helping him, not out playing with drifter cars. Okay? All right. That's oh, all I got to say fun, about it. <laughs> oh, well, um, Billy, he's actually doing 40. Once he does 46 races in the Bandolero, we're going to put him in a legend car. We're going to buy him a legend car and he's going to legend racing. I think you guys are going to have trouble with him, man. Oh, I'm going to give him some. I think you better watch out, Cody. Yeah, Cody, he's going to be coming after you. He, yep. You're the one that he's going to want to beat when he's on the racetrack. That's right. Hey, he, better, he better get a few more years under them belts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, we got to go. Love. we got to go. Uh, hey, listen, how many uh, races have you won this month? Um, This month. One. June. This is my first one so far. See, if you'd have won Friday and Saturday night, you would have had two. So when they do these Friday, Saturday night things, you just need to make sure when you get three wins, you let us know. I will. I definitely will. Okay, okay Cody. Thanks for joining us tonight. All right. Thanks for trying okay. to help me with my tire, too. Okay. Sorry you about your ears. I hope you didn't. I hope you'll be okay. All right. See ya. <laughs> see ya. Bye, guys. There you go. Uh, Cody and Billy Benoit. They're, Legends. Uh, Legends, man. Them cars are cool, I'm telling you. Oh, they are. There's no doubt. I really was looking at them. They they need to figure something. 1,300cc big old motors. Yeah, they need to figure something out. It's not good to have them cars split up. No. That's not good. And uh, I was talking to one of the racers about it. You know, it's just another one of those things, you know. I'd love to see a field of 25 of them racing. Oh, absolutely. And they could. And and I think that, you know, I'm sure Bobby's listening out there, and he hears the issue there that we heard and that, Mm -hmm. and that is that, um, 
If Orlando's going to run them on Saturday night, well, Bobby doesn't need to run them on Saturday night. Go ahead and run, run them on, on Friday, Friday night because they had a good crowd on Friday night. Yeah. And I think the uh, I think that Friday and Saturday night racing is a good thing because that way you can get all these car classes in without stacking them all in one day. And you know you could the, the uh, Thursday, Friday, and, and Saturday and the night. The tracks would be. that do it could put together a special package, so you know you could come and watch the fans could come and watch the race. Well, yeah, the like see, they don't do like for instance, you got to get off this twenty dollars of entrance fees and all that nonsense. Like like the Saturday night at Orlando, when you see that 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 run down there. Uh-huh. I mean, they're like, I, I don't know what it is, like five bucks or something to get in. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I know, think definitely definitely that it depends on the cl- uh, how much money's getting paid out, yeah, and then they absolutely. can drop the prices. Absolutely. You know, when the price is high, it, you know, to pay a late model purse, man, I'd hate, to, I'd hate to be the track owner when the late model's coming and the rain's coming at the same time. <laughs> oh, crazy. <laughs> well, before we go anywhere and take another break, I just want to talk about fancyworkembroidery.com. They are. They are. We're not, uh, we're not taking a break. You can take all the time. I can you take want. all the time. Oh yay! Yeah. Well, I never know. I watch the clock, and I have to guess where you're gonna, you know, throw a break in. But uh, fancy you, work embroidery. We don't have to do no top of the hour stuff. <laughs> See how well I'm programmed. Um, it's eight how... o'clock, and all is well <laughs> on WWCC Brooks. Casey Mays at FancyWorkEmbroidery.com um, handles making our shirts and jackets for Inside Florida Racing. And um, they're a great group of people to work at work to work with getting your shirts made. And any kind of promotional items, everything from bumper stickers to hats to whatever you can imagine that you want, Casey Mays and the folks at Fancy Work Embroidery um, can help you. And we have a link right up there on the Inside Florida Racing page. You can just click that link and go to their their website and find they out do driving suits and all that everything driving suits hats nice t-shirts crew shirts to, crew shirts to the polo shirts and we've been very happy with the stuff we've very received happy. from fancy work embroidery.com that's fancy very with happy i very yeah. happy and hi to kurt and casey because i know they're listening where are they all right, there it is in high definition hello <laughs> hey, wwcc Rob. brooks now, what do you think? I think I got a business proposition for you, man. I just—I've been was, getting a lot of those I lately. I was sitting here thinking of a way you and I could really help racing. You know, maybe put some gas in your tank. We should start busing driver or car uh, fans to racetracks around Florida. Gee, like, I wonder where this came from. Have you lost your mind? <laughs> she said with such sarcasm. <laughs> what do you think? Come on, Rob, get I, it off. Tell us what you think. I, I I think that that's a great idea to go into your um, the county that you're in and to the people that can't drive to your racetrack in your county to go bust them into your racetrack. I think that's a great idea to go to another county and get people and bring them to your racetrack. I don't really think that that's a great idea because there's plenty of people in your own county that that aren't getting to watch a race because they can't get there. So, yeah, well, but it, it take this. Let's say DeSoto Super Speedway for them to go outside of their county, say up to Tampa and say, oh, St. Pete, and well, bring people if, down. I think is a great idea. Oh, there's there's no because doubt there's no if track you're going up there anymore. if you're going to a county that doesn't have a racetrack. Um, Tampa's a long stretch to DeSoto. Um, here's the deal. And I think that all the track guys can appreciate this, the promoters that are listening that have this on their mind. Mm-hmm. 
if you're going to bus people from Tampa, how many bus loads can you bring in one night? I've never been for busing. How many can you bring in one night? One bus load? Probably. That's a long way. Mm-hmm. If you if you do it, let's take, for example, DeSoto, since you said it, DeSoto Super Speedway. The Don, John. Mm-hmm. If he's behind all of this. No. No, no I'm talking about if he's, this is the. Oh, yeah. If well, he's yeah. behind this, I mean, like when then the he TV would probably NRA say, if I can only there. bring one bus from Tampa. But if I could bring three or four or five trips with that one bus in my own county, that's what he needs to start thinking about. So all the track owners out there that are having this in mind, um, don't think about going such a long distance. Think about going in your own community to five different places and do it every Saturday night. And that will pick up people in your grandstands. And you know what? You take the bus out there and you bring them for free. You don't charge them a dime. That's right. Don't charge them a dime. Because it's not going to cost you that much money because the gas will be close. Okay? You don't charge them a dime. You bring them to the racetrack. Let them enjoy it. And, um, you know, as, as your grandstands start to fill up, then you can either stop doing it or then you can charge to do it. You know? So I, I think that there's pros and cons of the whole thing. And I know that... I, as you guys know, mm-hmm. I don't really play to um, the typing that goes on on the message board. Um, when it comes driver of the month time, I pay attention. The rest of it, um, I don't pay a lot of attention to it sometimes because there's a lot of personal feelings that are laid out on that message board sometimes. Oh, yes, there is. So uh, I think that uh, when I do see things on there that I think are pros and cons and goods and bads and I kind of look at it both ways because, for me, being down south here, uh, I I want to see John survive in his in his racetrack, and I want to see exactly. I want to hear the reason why I ask all the time um, how many people are there is never to rub salt in the wounds. The reason why I'm asking is because something needs to be done about it, and it needs to be mm-hmm. brought to people's attention that people are not going there and they're still having good races there. So go because I'm going to tell you, if if you don't support that racetrack, and listen to me real good, whether you like John Sapricone or not, if you don't support his racetrack and go to his races, that racetrack will be gone. You can't blame a man if nobody's going to come to his show and nobody's going to feed his bank account. Mm-hmm. He's not going to hold on to the racetrack. He can't pay his bills. No, and and you can't blame him. So, and we're um, all for supporting I, all tracks, all classes, all drivers. We want everybody to succeed. Who do we have on? The well, list? on that note, who well, do we have? We'll come back to that later okay. on in the show. But uh, you know, back uh, uh, in the mid '90s when I started going to Desoto Speedway, as a matter of fact, uh, and into the late '90s, uh, one of the drivers that. Uh, Always got uh, got the big cheer when he made a pass to win a race, or uh, uh, his competitor got the big boo if they spun him out. Was Sonny Hughes? Uh, Sonny was one of the best uh, uh, top late model drivers out at Desoto, and he also raced in the Sarah Series. Been out of racing for a while. We want to welcome you to uh, Inside Florida Racing, Sonny. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Welcome I... to the show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. So, Sonny, it's been a while since you've been behind the wheel, man. Uh, what have you been doing? 
Uh, not too much, basically. Uh, just got married, and we've had two kids, and uh, just basically raising a family. And in the past year, um, I kind of got my son into go-kart racing, so we kind of started doing that in the past year. So that's kind of a big learning curve, switching from stock cars to go-karts. So that's what I've been working on here lately. Now, just just give us a brief, uh, how, how long did you race uh um, I started back in 1988, and I raced basically full time all the way up to about 2000 and 2001. And you raced, uh, of course, in your last five or six years, you were racing late models. Uh, yeah, we basically started in the mini stock. Uh, when I first started, it was just me and my dad, and it was racing on our money. And we just we started on mini stock for about three years. Went to modified for three years, modified minis. Uh, then worked up to street stock, and um, when I got fortunate, I had a, a, a one season in um, street stock, and then got a chance to drive a limited late model with Henry Walker, and then went back to street stock for two years, and then finally got back into uh, limited late model, late model racing throughout Florida, besides the Soda Speedway. Yeah, Sarah series for a few years. Yeah, I think it was about two to three years that we ran Sarah, which was a you know, a good learning experience driving around a lot of different tracks that, uh, that you know, you normally wouldn't go to when you stay at a local track. So it's kind of interesting getting some of the other tracks and having fun learning them and uh, doing a lot of, comp- you know, competition at other tracks. So now since you've been out, out of racing, and, and you know, it's, it's obviously there's a lot of people these days, a lot of drivers over the last few years have had to either cut back their racing or quit entirely because just the cost of it, Yes. Got outside of uh, outside of what the family could really afford to do. Um, what are some of your thoughts on the whole game since you've been out of it? Well, I think it's a situation just like you said. In the old days, you were able to go buy parts or go get parts at a you know junkyard or whatever. And then you know the the technology became so great here in the mid '90s until now. You know, you can't go get anything. You have to go buy it. And so you know, once you have to start buying things from uh, big name places you're paying top dollar and i think the situation was is you know we were pretty fortunate just to you know we weren't real aggressive we didn't try to go out there and win every single race by crashing you know if we wanted to go win if we had a car to do it we did if not then we settled for second third or fourth or fifth just so you didn't tear your equipment up because the cost just kept on going up and up and, you know, we've seen that with the motors. You know, when we first started, you could build, you know, anywhere from like maybe a 5000 to $10,000 motor. And within a couple of seasons, it all of a sudden turned into a seventeen and a half to $20,000 deal. You know, I think things are getting better as far as trying to do the uh, spec motors, but I think there's a lot of people still kind of getting around that also. They're still $17,000. Yeah. Right. They're still getting around it. But now, you know, anybody that, that's uh, as a as a fan of DeSoto or around the state who's seen you and knows anything about Sonny Hughes knows you're not one of the, you know, you're kind of a low-key kind of guy. But you yeah. gotta, you got to miss those uh, being in front of all those fans, man, and, and uh, them cheering you on. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a situation. That, I mean, you love to do it. And, you know, once we got married and we, we started to settle down with, you know, having kids and stuff, um, you know, if you got to have a lot of money to do things yourself, and like you said, things started getting tight with you know all the right all the way around with people. And I had a couple people that I was driving for, and it just ended up getting to be too much, you know. Um, and and it's it's an unfortunate situation because if I could still do it, I would still be doing it. I mean, I loved racing, I loved the competition, 
Um, you know, you kind of look back at a lot of people like when I first started, you know, Hank Thornton, um, Ray Bontrager, a lot of these guys were still doing good in their older age. And so, you know, it might be a situation I might have to wait another 10 or 15 years before I can do it again. But, you know, there's some people that, you know, kind of did like I did, start young and then maybe get out and then get back in. It's just a, a situation you have to take care of your family first, you know. So I'm hoping eventually one day I can get back into it. Yeah, you know, that's what I did. Uh, I probably quit about 2000 uh, in the Florida Pro Series running super late models, and I laid it down for about seven years. And, uh, you know, not, not much has changed except for shock technology and everything else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it does, you know. I mean, if you don't keep up with it, I mean, you see it in NASCAR, you see it in everything. If you don't keep up with it, you know, you're definitely going to fall behind. But, you know, I think the thing is if you get a nice – decent you know chassis and kind of get set up there you know you can basically get back into something to drive you never forget how to drive it's just having the equipment and having the setup to be able to get around the track yeah getting it all back together again you know when i ran the florida pro series it took you know a couple years to get car ready you know to where you could go out and you could run you know uh, every other week you know 125 lap races and now, you know, uh, every track wants to have 100-lap races when it comes late mile time. See, not only are you doing that, you got to have lots of money with you every time you go. So it's yep. kind of it's kind of still not fun. You know, it used to be fun, used to you know, to go on those weekends and have a good time. And I think money was more uh, available then. So, uh, I th- and, and this goes even with, you know, I don't care who it is, whether it's Bigley or Anderson or any of those guys. I mean, everybody's feeling the crunch now. So, um I think you, if things continue to to keep going, you're going to see people lay it down for a couple of years again. Yeah, I mean, it, it's understandable because, like I said, it, it's just tough. And, you know, I don't go to the races anymore, you know, just because it's hot, kind of hard. If you go there, you, you kind of get the itch again. And, you know, you, you hear a lot. I kind of heard you on, you know, speaking right before I came on, talking about, like, the track. And, and a lot of people do not go back out there. And you have seen a change in um, the people. Like, if you look back in the in the early or late 80s margie nanny was owning the track at the time and they it wasn't slam full but she had a good car count she had a good crowd and you see a lot of that stuff change and i really can't tell you why it has changed i mean when simon came in he did a lot of promotions and things like that really promoted it and the thing that's real unusual is that the growth of Manda county has gone out of sight but there's still not the people going to racing especially since sunshine st- shut down you would think that you'd have a whole lot more people involved, but with the money, I guess it could be a situation. It's just hard to take your family out there, and you know, to to spend the money and plus to go race. What would what would get you to take your family out there and support his racetrack as a fan again? Well, I guess the biggest thing you definitely want to see the you know the best competition out there and and, and see good racing. You know, and I guess, you know, that's the thing that you really don't know about anymore, whether, you know, just like you said, a lot of these guys cannot go to all the races, so you never know who's going to show up. You mm-hmm. don't know, you know, if you're going to get the Bigley or Cope or, you know, Anderson or whoever it might be, you know, just because of the money situation. So it's it's kind of a hard thing for me to say. You know, if I'm going to go watch it, I'm going to want to see good competition. Well, you know, Sonny, what's interesting is even when they have a real – good class like the tbara with big names up there racing at desoto and i've been up there for this several times there's still um a low fan count two three hundred people and we're talking you know some of the best sprint drivers in the state you know and around are there racing 
Well, I guess one of the things I would have to say is where's the advertising? I mean, um, well, exactly. I you know I think that I'm right there with you on the advertising. They they need to be well, spending got, money on that. You know, we work. I work at Sun Hydraulics, and we you know we have you know about 700 employees. You know, us Tropicana. You know, where do these? You know, you need to try to go hit the big companies and try to get the people out there. Find out where your major source of the the people are. Mm-hmm. Try to get something in there. You know, maybe give some tickets away free, half price or whatnot. Just free tickets, a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. If you get free tickets, you're going to sell the drinks, you're going to sell the food, you're going to get money back. Well, yeah. Even if you just give, you know, two free tickets per person, and for most people, they're still going to have to buy a couple extra tickets to bring other family members. I could prove this to. I could prove this to the race car racetrack owners. Are you ready? If each one of them would just have a free racing night, okay, and promote it just like they promote any other night, Mm -hmm. you know, on there. Instead of that week, promote that this week it's free entry. In the grandstands, okay? Yeah. All I got to say is they better buy lots of beer and lots, lots of, of food. Dogs. That's right, because they're going to be full. And but they're going to gonna me, have to spend, for, for my, my, from my viewpoint, being a radio person, um, they have to take some money and, and invest it in advertising and radio and other ways to get the word out certainly. so everybody knows that this is a great family night, free racing, come to the track. There's no doubt. Correct. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I mean, uh, yeah, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, well, Thursday's, you know, Thursday's difficult. A lot of people don't want to go to the races when they no, have no, to, no. to go to the next one. Advertising. Advertising heavy on a Thursday night and on a Friday night and on that you, Saturday you, night you, that you, the race you, is. Gets people uh, to really you, understand it. Yeah, you Wednesday, know. Thursday, Friday, Saturday morning. Yeah. Yeah. Now you live in Manatee County still, uh, I guess, Sonny. Or yes, I live in Parish. Yeah. So, I mean, how much advertising do you see? How much is the Speedway well, and, promoted? And that's the thing. I really, I'm kind of maybe on the the bad side to ask because I really don't get a newspaper or whatnot. Right. No, you're not because you should still hear it. You know what I'm saying? In well, your well, everyday that's life. I'm gonna say that's the only other thing I can say is I don't hear it on the radio. Yeah. And I'm not sure who. Locally, as far as a radio station, they would go through as far as, you know, well, for, getting for, that stuff through. Well, for, for, for DeSoto, they go to the Clear Channel country station up there, and, and, and they advertise with my country station, Kicks Country 92.9, down in Charlotte County. And then for Charlotte County Motorsports Park, Bobby, sometimes when he's in advertising mode, advertises on Kicks. And, and here's one of the things. People aren't hearing ads on the radio anymore. And, but my phone calls from race fans, because they know I'm a race fan and that I go and travel to the tracks, they're calling me at work asking me what's happening at the different tracks. Because yeah, they know I'll know they're not I advertising. Can, because I can answer their questions. And that's one thing that I'm seeing that really both these tracks, Charlotte and DeSoto, need to be spending some money at uh-huh. least one or two well, days a week. And on the website that everybody looks at. Go, go <laughs> yeah. ahead, Sonny. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think they also should be looking at uh, you know the St. Pete. Clearwater area too. I mean, with sunshine shut down, you know they need to be looking up there. Whether there's a radio station up there, yeah. uh, they need to try to get the people. I mean, all you gotta do is cross the bridge. Oh, there's some great country stations they could have. Yeah, and it's not far there. just from crossing yeah. the bridge over to there. Yeah. And there's no doubt there's a lot of fans that used to go to races all the time. Yeah, um, that, that don't get to go, but it's it's getting to them, and uh, you know, uh, getting them to come. And I think. Uh, you know, the the easiest way to get people to come is to offer them something for free, you know. Right. And uh, if you offer them something for free and they show up, then it becomes a good thing mm-hmm. for you. So maybe he should offer people that can prove, bring an ID that's from Clearwater or Tampa or outside and 
Well, they can let them in for free. But, but they can. Call but he's got to advertise they, it. They can call the radio stations and offer stacks of tickets to give away, and we love that stuff. We'll give them away. So, so Sonny, switching gears here, back to your uh, to your son now. How, what's the carding program like, and, and what, what tell us about that whole deal? Well, that's kind of a hard thing, too, because, you know, when I got in, as I was kind of blindsided. I said, oh, okay, we'll just get one of these go-karts and go race. <laughs> so what I ended up doing is I just got something used to begin with just to see if he would like it. And so we kind of started off kind of slow. We went over to Arvindale Speedway, and they have a um, little dirt track out front of it. And so we kind of raced there because it was a smaller, slower track. It wasn't so fast. And so we raced there for maybe like 10 races. And, um, you know, then we ended up switching gears and going up to um, Dirt Devil Speedway, which is up in uh, Lando Lakes. And we raced there about six or seven times this year. So, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a different deal. Um, it's kind of hard to pick up on all this stuff. You just learn as you go. And, you know, a lot of it's me. i got to learn quite a bit than he has to learn. So it's it's kind of a, a situation where he's in an age group like from 7 to 13. He's uh, he's 9 right now. So a lot of these kids have been racing these little carts since they were 5 or 6. So a lot of them are pretty good about it, you know, driving and know how to pass. And, you know, they know how to be real aggressive. And that's something that he's going to have to learn. It just takes time to, you know, he just has to get the seat time to get out there and do it. Now how old is he? He just turned, well, he's nine. He, right. You know, we started right before he, in the middle of when he was eight. And, you know, we don't race like some of these people. And it's a money situation again. You know, first of all, we're driving an hour away. But there's some individuals, they'll go race two tracks a week or, you know, travel every weekend. We normally race twice a month. You know, they race every, uh, I think it's the second and the fourth Saturdays of the month. Sure. Don't so. they have, I'm going to say, don't they have a, uh, a track for go-karts um, up at East Bay? Yes, they do East Bay like on Friday nights. Arbondale is Friday night, so some people will do those tracks on Friday night, mm-hmm. and then they'll run some of these other tracks like uh, Dirt Devil, Fruitland, stuff like that. They'll run on a Saturday night. Dirt Devil's a really nice facility. Yes, yeah, that's probably what I get. You know, from what I hear, I haven't been to a whole lot of tracks, but that's probably one of the nicest one out there. And you know, the track seems to be pretty good prepared. You know, this, this, when we went to Arbondale, it was kind of a bad situation. New people took over. And I'm not sure they exactly knew how to prep the track, get the track ready. Uh, with it being dirt, you have to really kind of work on them to get them prepared, you know, to race on. Yeah. Well, Sam Rodriguez used to race go-karts before he raced sprint cars. Yes. And uh, that's Eric Amarola's yes. grandfather, correct? Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah, it is. And uh, it is a nice facility, and a lot of kids have honed their skills uh, that are now racing all kinds of different vehicles and cars. Uh, right there on that racetrack. So, Sonny, it's like uh, I think earlier in the show you uh, you actually threw something out there that said, uh, "Hey, you never know you might you might be back one of these days." Well, you know, you hope so. I mean, I, you know, you always have the uh, the itch to do it, and it's just uh, you know whether the opportunity comes along with uh, somebody with some money or just you just never have you never know. You just have to wait and see what happens. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you, man. It's uh, a pleasure having you on our show tonight. Uh, good talking with you again. And uh, uh, when you uh, when your son uh, hits a big one there and you win, win something good, give us a call. Let us know. We'll have him on the show. All right. Well, I definitely appreciate the time, and it was nice talking to you and kind of getting back into it again. All right, Sonny. All right. Just get your stuff together and come to your local racetrack. All right. Have a nice yeah. evening. All right. <laughs>
Well, there you have it, Sonny Hughes. Uh, his take on the whole thing is uh, he'd probably go now if he could get in for free. That'd probably uh, sway him right on over. I, you Couldn't. know, you guys were talking about that. And, and I, this is just always, to me, is just a no-brainer. boggles my mind where people don't make this connection. You know, there's, there's absolutely nothing. Putting together the race itself on race night, you've got to put the cars together. You've got to put the right group of cars together mm-hmm. to put on a show. And from the promoter's point of view, obviously he's got to make sh- he's got to make sure um, he has to make sure that the purse you know he can pay the purse yeah. based on on his situation. And that's something he has to do. That's like being a promoter. That's what most of the promoters think of in those terms. None of that has anything to do whatsoever with the ability to put people into seats. The, the advertising and pr- use of advertising and promotional skills. There is absolutely nothing in racing or being a racer or being involved in racing that qualifies you to have any skills in that area whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Well, the phone's ringing off the hook, so we've definitely jingled somebody's uh, whistle. <laughs> somebody's oh, aggravated with us. I, say, I hope it's not somebody calling. Yeah, I mean, uh, marketing is huge in anything. It doesn't matter uh, what kind of show you're going to mm-hmm. put on and how much money's going to be involved and how much the purse is going to be. If nobody knows about it, exactly. nobody's coming. Who's on the phone? Who is it? Mike Budka from Putnam County Speedway. What's Hi, up, Mike? Mike? What's happening at Putnam? Uh, now, listen, I We've do know one. Breaking breaking th- news for you. Breaking news. Go Ooh, ahead. What is They're always breaking news on Real Racing USA. Go ahead, Mike. July 5th, open wheel modified, 800 to win, and all our five regular classes will be running for double points. How about that? As well as, that's not the best part, $20 a car load, and it stands. Five people maximum or $5 a person, general admission. There you go. Children under 45 inches are still free. Under 45 inches, so. Yes, sir. People are taking their kids' shoes off and everything as they come through. <laughs> and, and, and the best part, we have a promoter taking advantage. We are of, trying to make, give back to the fans, and we're going to try and do it on July 5th. Well, Kudos that's, to you. That's all. That's all I can say is that, that you know, if it, if you can do that and you, it gets people in the grandstands, that's what needs to happen. Absolutely. Now, I was going to tell you that uh, one of my friends, Raymond Van, came and raced in your late model race over the weekend. Uh huh. Ran into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately for him, I was told by most of our track guys and racers that the track was the best it's been in three years here Saturday night. So. That was his first time ever racing the car and uh, first time on dirt. Right. He'd come off of racing. Uh, he'd been running modifieds. The last time I saw him race was out there at Charlotte, but he'd been running modifieds. But uh, uh, he said he had a good time. Yeah. Um, we're, uh, you know, we're, we're working on it. Our Saturday was our biggest crowd to date so in the stands. So over 500. So I really can't complain. Well, I appreciate you calling, Mike. We got a big show tonight. Appreciate okay. you calling in and uh, five dollars ahead, right? Yeah. Any information? www.putnamcountyspeedway.org. All right. Twenty dollars a carload. Thank That's you. Great. Sounds Bye. great. Bye. Twenty dollars a carload. Five dollars ahead. Forty-five under forty-five inches is free. A promoter taking advantage of an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Pick up the phone. Yeah. Call a radio show. Tell people about it. Yeah. Where are you promoters out there? How much is your deal going to be this week? What's your deal of the week? That's going to be a a new thing. That makes it so much more affordable for families to go. But you see what I'm saying? It's like putting people in the sands, in the seats at Mm -hmm. at a place. 
that it nobody does, was going to. Nobody was going yeah. to that racetrack. Oh, I know. In Putnam County. That's a skill that is independent of whatever. In mm-hmm. other words, people who do that, there are people who get paid to put people in the seats at events. And they will work for a hockey company, a hockey team. Then they might work for a baseball team. They might work for a racetrack. They might work for a, a, a friggin' library. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, those are skills. And I tell you, that's what I see is missing, is that there is lack of skills. And actually, more even than lack of skills, there is an absolute rejection of advice to go seek advice from people who are professionals in that area. So many people are sitting in their homes on Saturday nights, okay, sitting in their couches, watching TV like they do every other night because they there's nothing really to do that doesn't cost them an arm and a leg. So in this economy right now, and the racetracks being where they're at with the lack of people in the grandstands, the idea is not to raise, raise, raise the price on everything. It's going to be to lower, lower, mm-hmm. lower. But they Just seem to try very to resistant. make money. A lot of the tracks seem resistant of lowering or make a special They're deal trying. for a family or when They're they have trying. Friday, Saturday night racing, you know, some kind of deal. I believe they're all trying, and that's why I'm I'm not pointing my finger at anybody and saying that they're not. You know, everybody's trying to do what they can, you know. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, some tracks can only do so much. But I I do think that once a month you could do something and advertise it heavily. And if it puts people in the grandstands, well, Well, then then they have to do the math on it, you know. Because they could fill the grandstands up, and at the end of the night, maybe things not work out so good, you know. just depends, you know. But yeah. I think it would, man. That's a it lot would, of beer. When you be, fill the grandstands up, that's a lot of beer. I, it would be nice to see one of the tracks try it around here and advertise it, promote it properly, see what the response is, the, the, you know, the turnout, and what the, how their concession sales Even go Even $5 night. $5 night's $5 really night. good. Oh, that's great. $5 night is, is great. I is know there, so is there a Saturday people, night on the 5th? Yes, it is. Really? It is. Yeah, it's a, it's a Saturday night. Now, there are so many people that are... $5 Saturday that, night. That I know that would jump on at five dollars Saturday night, and the reason why I have some people I have not been able to get to come out with me now that we're going into rainy season is they don't want to spend fifteen twenty dollars and get rained out and not see you know a full night of racing. And I think people you know if they tried a five dollar night, especially on July fifth for the holiday, That's it. July celebrate 5th. celebrate your in all the racetracks, all the racetracks. I'm calling out to you. July fifth needs to be There's five dollar night. I got there. no idea what's going on at any racetracks on that night, but five dollar entry night. Advertise it heavily and let's see if the grandstands can't get filled well, up. Well, what's going on uh, right now is you know last uh, week the late models were up at USA International Speedway. Uh, our uh, friend uh, Bill Green uh, got in touch with me. Said uh, you need to talk to this young lady, uh, Shay Holbrook. Yes, she's been racing in uh, street. What do you call it? Road racing. Got to go race late models now. So we decided, okay, well, we'll get her on the show. Bill wanted her on the show. Where is she? She's here with us now. Hey, everybody. Hi. How you doing? Hi, Shay. Good. How are you? We're doing great. Did you have fun out there on the big track? Oh, I did. That was a handful. Um, you know. <laughs> Like Bill was saying, I mean, I came from uh, road racing. I I drove some uh, touring for the past few years. I've been driving touring cars. Um, I've been driving in a series called Skip Barber. It's an open wheel series. All right. And I've been having lots of fun doing that. And um, not too long ago, actually, Mike Murphy and Jessica Murphy 
um, they live just about five minutes down the road from us, and um, we met them, and Mike really wanted to get me in a car and, you know, see how I could handle it, and for the longest time, I, I don't know why, but, you know, we didn't take up the opportunity, and then finally, you know, Mike's like, nah, come on, you know, just, I'll, just I just want to put her in a car, I just want to see how she does, so, you know, we went over to um, New Smyrna and got in the car, ended up doing pretty well, and Mike put me in a, a race that night, and I was, you know, I looked at him like, you know, are you kidding me? I'm not doing this. And he's like, no, 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 I treat you like my daughter. I would never put you in a position that, you know, I think you would harm yourself. You know, just stay in the back if anything happens. And I ended up doing, I mean, really well. Uh, I think I started 10th in the back and then finished 6th. And, you know, I've just been really grateful because I've, I've met so many, like, awesome people. And the Murphys have just brought me into, like, circuit racing. And it's been a blast so far. And I just... Like, all my thanks really go to them because they have just been phenomenal, phenomenal, so. Well, that's great. Hey, Shay, how old are you? I'm 18. And how long have you said you've been behind the wheel racing? About two years. Wow. And, and so you're enjoying the transition that you made into the late model? Oh, yeah, I love it. You know, I'm really trying to, um, you know, I think like everybody kind of, I mean, I'm really trying to make a career out of this, um, I came from a background of um, competitive water skiing mm-hmm. for nine years and was doing really well with that. And, you know, I honestly thought I'd be doing that for the rest of my life. And um, my dad, he got in, he wanted to go and get his um, road racing license about two years back. And, you know, I went along with him and it, a friend of his got him into it. And, you know, I kind of said to him, he was renting a car and I kind of said to him, like, um, so you want to race? right and he was just like well you know I don't I don't know what do you think and I was like well I want to do it if you want to do it and you know me me saying you know that I wanted to do it really you know the bug bit us and ever since then we've been like full blown out racing and um you know I decided that you know I really I loved it I found my passion and you know we've been just like full throttle ever since really trying to step up the ball game and I'm kind of at this point now where you know, I, you know, what I won't really was trying to accomplish from the late models, which I'm absolutely getting, is true real real world horsepower and um, along with um, true door-to-door contact. And you definitely get that in this kind of racing, and you don't always get that in other uh, touring cars here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm really just trying to combine everything possible to make myself a, a better driver and, you know, to establish that career that I'm really trying to look for. That's great, Shay. Now, What's your record been so far behind the wheel of a late model? Uh, behind, I've, I've done three races. I've done two um, Goodyear and one fast car. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually, it was two weekends ago, um, I was went over with the Murphys to uh, Lakeland Speedway and um, tested out there for a day, and it didn't turn out wonderful. I put it into a wall and um, had to replace the rear end and, like, thank God for, you know, Mike Murphy and my dad, you know. Mm-hmm. the help from everybody else we got it back together and um and then and then got the hang of it and um, went back out there and was doing pretty well and then race come the race um a car was running a little slow didn't really know what was going on it was kind of disappointing because you know the car was running so well and i ended up um, possibly blowing a motor so i wasn't able to finish the race but uh but i finished uh the, the my first race new smyrna and then i went to bislow and um uh, spun out there a few times and uh, battery died. Uh, kind of unfortunate because it was just a battery. Yeah. Didn't finish the race and but I mean I've had three wonderful races and like it's just been such a great experience. I mean 
everybody there is so helpful. And, and with every race, you're probably learning a lot. Oh, I definitely am. And just by, just by watching and, you know, meeting people, I mean, there's so many, you know, nice people that will come up and, you know, say, hey, I was watching you, you know, in turn three and, you know, why don't you hit this mark a little bit better, you know. Everybody's always so nice out there. I mean, you would think, you know, some fellow racers would, you know, not want to tell their secrets or just not want to help out at all. But, you know, that's really not it. I mean, it's such a huge family sport. Everybody's really nice. Where, where have you raced uh, on, the, uh, on the road circuit? Um, I've been pretty much all around Florida. Um, for, for road racing, I've been around um, like Sebring, Daytona, uh, Homestead, Moroso. And then with, you know, the late model stuff, I've just been to, uh, you know, Lakeland, um, Bislow, and New Smyrna. How fast do you go at uh, Sebring? Uh, Sebring, and it depends on what car you're driving, but the, um, the, the car that I own, the road racing car that I own in Acura Integra, we hit probably about like one forty, one forty-five, somewhere around there. On that long straightaway there. Yeah, that long straightaway. Yeah, yeah. You know the uh, the late models raced down there a few. There was a few years back that there was a couple of years in a row the late models and the trucks raced at Sebring, and uh, uh-huh. they abbreviated the the course a little bit. It wasn't totally, but they still had that long straightaway. There was two or three guys that blew up their motors on the long straightaway. Oh, yeah. There, that happens all the time. That's pretty much where a lot of people blow their motors. Too. Yeah. So there's a good show back on that straightaway. Now, are the motors being blown on that back, on that straightaway because they're pushing they're pushing their cars so so well, fast yeah, and mean, hard? Yeah. It's a it's a pretty long straightaway. I mean, you bring 17 turns. I mean, it's a pretty decent track. And, um, you know, it's all historical, so they don't want to repave it. And boy, is that thing a roller coaster! I mean, the whole entire track is just the track is very challenging. I mean, if I had to call a road racing track my home, it would most likely be Sebring. Mm-hmm. I've been there, I you know, tons of times. I know the uh, track from the back of my hand, and you know, it's just a really challenging track. But I mean, every I mean, everybody loves it. But you know, race race car lovers and drivers, you know, they love everything. You know, <laughs> just like I do. So, so what's your next stop? Um, well, we're trying to get that late model fixed. Uh, we're going to actually, I think we just took off like the hood and everything last night and seeing what uh, we got going on. But um, on the road racing aspect, I have a lot going on. I'm actually going to be traveling up to uh, West Virginia this coming weekend. I'm entered into a, a Mazda team challenge. It's kind of like the, the um, East versus the West. And the two champions, uh, two champions of East and West, um, they uh, win a Miata, and then they can go on to advance to, like, the best, uh, race against the best Miata drivers in the country, and you have a possible uh, chance of winning quite a nice uh, chunk of change there. So I'm doing some of that. And then um, I'm going to also, I have a, a contract with Skip Barber, the Open Wheel Series. So hopefully, you know, fulfill out things with that and see how everything goes. And, you know, this summer we're really, like I said, going, you know, full throttle because, kind of like that time where you know i'm 18 you know i'm doing pretty well and you know i was i was actually listening to the show um on the computer and how everybody was talking about a money issue i mean that's so true it's such a you know right now we're kind of doing everything out of our pockets and um you know we're trying to find some sponsorship and anybody that would love to partner up with us and see what we can make happen because i'm kind of at that point now where i'm there i just need a little bit of extra you know um a little bit of you got a website I do. It's shayracing.com, S-H-E-A. Now, Shay, when you're out in racing, um, 
in the different classes that you race, do you run into uh, many other um, female teens, you know, out there racing? Um, you know, not really. I mean, it's just it's kind of sad because, you know, I would love to see more women out there. But mm-hmm. you know, there, there's, quite, I mean, there's a few that I do. Um, I've seen a, I've seen about two or three uh, my age, like from like 16 to 18 range. Yeah. And then I've seen quite a few uh, women from like, I don't know, I would say around like 35 to maybe like 45. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but I mean, there really isn't there really isn't all that much. I mean, I wish I could see a lot more, but actually. Now that I've been in the sport, you know, for all of two years, mm-hmm. um, I, I definitely have seen some other, you know, women faces, and it's nice to see because, you know, I, I mean, I love, I mean, the car doesn't matter what sex you are, you know, it doesn't, you know, you, you have a helmet on, no one sees anything until you take the helmet off. I mean, I just think it would be great. I mean, I think that, for instance, like my mom's a great driver. But, you know, I don't think she would ever think about racing, but I mean... Well, I think, I think you're right. I think we need to encourage uh, young women to, to get into it. Um, oh, absolutely. And, you know, yeah. and, and all, but I was wondering, do you, do you run into problems in the pits, or do you find that the men are treating you with respect and as an equal? Oh, as an equal. I, I mean, I barely ever run into any problems. It's That's awesome. Great. That's there's great. Nothing, there's really nothing negative. It's, you know, it's, I, I mean, really, I don't think anybody cares. I think it's just, you know, the whole what's happened in the past with, you know, women coming up and doing all these great new things. I think it's just kind of normal now. I mean, mm-hmm. I've never really run into problems. Everybody's been so nice and so helpful, and, you know, it's been great. And I'm really happy that I found Jessica Murphy because especially going into kind of like another world that I'm really not familiar with, you know, circle track. And, you know, I admire Jessica so much because she's such a good driver. And, you know, she's a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I think she just kicks butt out there. I mean, she just won her first late model race last weekend, and well, she let she led all fifty uh, laps. So, you know, congrats to her. And you know, that's if awesome. there's anybody that I really look um, look up to right now, and uh, Circle Track is definitely Jessica. I, I mean, we get along really well. I think she's a great person. I love her family. They've been helping me like way too much. <laughs> well, that's great. And hey, Shay, we are we are so pleased that you were able to take the time absolutely out and join us this evening. And uh, keep we, us up on what you. Yeah, really, we want to know how your career is going. We want to know how the races are going. Please let us know. Um, you can, you know, give us a call. You can get a hold of us through the uh, Real Racing USA at Inside Florida Racing website. But please uh, stay in touch. Folks, remember Shea Racing, S-H-E-A-R-A-C-I-N-G dot com. <laughs> Talk to you Bye, soon. Shea. Thank you very much. All right, there you have it. She has a nice website. Got a lot of pictures and stuff on here and uh, uh, things about her. And She raced all kinds of things, from go-karts to and she's, road racing cars. And, and she's uh, she's got a, an advantage going her way as far as being able to... Uh, speak well and promote herself mm-hmm. and, and obviously as she acquires sponsors if she wants to do something in this like short track game. Sounds like she could be a game. good role model she's for, for young women to get into this. She sport. looks like she's very marketable Listen, very yeah. well. If she can really uh, drive well, she mm-hmm. gets good at driving, she should be able to do well. We are going to take a break and we're going to come back and we're going to go to the patrol car. Folks, you're listening oh. Inside Florida Racing. C.C. Brooks, Rob Elting. Are we going to it or is it coming all to trade. us and taking us away, Jack? We're getting ready They're to get taken away take in the patrol away. car. Oh,
Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnac.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Carnac gets it done. Bud Light presents Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. Today we salute you, Mr. Professional Movie Extra Guy. Mr. Professional Movie Extra Guy. Never in the history of cinema have so many done so little for so many. Anybody can pay eight bucks to see a movie, but only a true artist can be paid eight bucks to be in a movie. Snotty lead actors need lines, direction, motivation, not you. You sit on your butt perfectly in scene after scene. A true pro, you're always focused, even if you're seldom in focus. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Mr. Nobody, because you're not just anybody, you're paid anybody. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. This is Joe Irwin. And this is Wayne Jefferson. From Jefferson Irwin Racing. And you're listening to Real Racing USA. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series. Don't miss your chance to be a part of auto racing history. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series offers fast and exciting dirt late model racing throughout Florida, Georgia, and Alabama in 2008. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series is coming to a track near you soon. Check it out. UnitedDirtLateModels.com. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series. Sponsored by Central Mobile Homes Incorporated and Central Sheds and Trailers. Homes of America. The United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series. For our racing to survive, what, what all, our, all of these racers understand is we all need to be part-time uh, promoters. Yeah. Uh, we all need to promote our sport and promote our racetrack. And, and every other racer I talk to is trying to run his racetrack into the ground and, and, uh, and bitching and complaining about everything and bitching and complaining about the, to everybody that will listen to them. Well, you know, to me, this has got a negative effect that's going to come back and hurt you when all at once you don't even have that racetrack there to race at. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, if all the racers, if all the racers, racers would go out and try to promote their racetrack and their sport a little bit more, I'm telling you what, we uh, you'd see a whole lot uh, more racetracks that are open and stand open. And uh, uh, it's like I say, maybe I'm getting old. I don't know. No. We're back. Is a We're presentation back. of real racing. Really, really, is that true, Jack? Thank you. I appreciate that. Hey, Rob, are you nervous? I mean, hey, you know, um, we're going to talk to somebody in a patrol car nah. with well, potential you know, for handcuffs. You know, the other, the other night uh, we were at, you guys were down at, at Charlotte County, and uh, yep. there was a young man out there racing in the mini stocks we hadn't seen. Uh, that, I don't know if he's been in Charlotte County before, but uh, another uh, another race car driver from DeSoto Speedway, former champion and mini stock champion at DeSoto, and uh, I watched this guy take his first race, take his first win, and... Uh, a really fine young man. Todd Free Jr., welcome to Inside Florida Racing. Thank you very much. How are you guys doing this evening? Hey, we're doing well. Doing you, good, man. Who are you chasing this evening? Not, no one right now. I'm on my dinner break. Oh, man. That's <laughs> well, no you, fun. We want to talk to you during a chase. No, you were chasing no. We that, want you to have a nice, quiet Todd, evening. you were chasing that 54 car uh, 
Saturday night at uh, Charlotte County Speedway in the mini stocks. Yeah, it was a great run. Uh, just didn't quite have enough gear to get around them. The car was handling great, but uh, I should use my uh, police techniques to pit maneuver and taking them out. But I decided not to. Well, you can do that. <laughs> now, they were yeah. doing it to me on Saturday exactly. night. <laughs> yeah, you, you guys were racing uh, pretty much you bumper to bumper, side by side, the whole deal. And at one time, you went up there high, tried to pass them like three wide. Uh, you, you almost ended up out in out in the cornfield, huh? Yeah, uh, I we uh, split a lap car. Uh, he went to the inside, I went to the outside. Just had so much speed, and uh, I don't know if it spooked the lap car with, uh, or whatnot. But uh, luckily, I saved it and kept it going and kept the throttle to the ground. Yeah. So now, is that the first time you've raced in a while? Uh, it's uh, I've raced twice this year, but uh, it's been probably about two two and a half years since I raced. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I raced a sportsman at the Desoto Fifty Lapper, but I raced a. Uh, back in february with the mini stock down at charlotte and that was the first time that car has seen track in two and a half years yeah now you started what around 2001 something like that 2000 uh, yeah uh i'd say 2000 so it's almost been 10 years now yeah and uh started in the mini stocks started in the 97 car did you yep the 97 mini stock and uh it's been great i love the mini stock uh it's a Toyota, and you can't kill it, and it just keeps running and running, and I'm winning races, so can't <laughs> complain. Yeah. So then uh, now you got out of out of the racing game kind of so you could go to college and uh, and get your, your career going in a, in a direction, and now you're coming back. Is that kind of yeah. what the deal is? Yeah, it took me uh, about seven to eight months to go through the academy here in Sarasota, and uh, once as soon as I got put on the road, I was working weekends and it was just too much to work on the car on the side, but then, I mean, I was working weekends. It just wasn't working out. So I took a little break, but uh, just like anybody anybody else driving out there, you get this, uh, you get the fever. I'm glad to be back part-time. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Now, was this your first time at Charlotte, or had you raced there before? Uh, I raced the street stock uh, about, I'd say probably about 2005, 2006 down there. I ran street stock down there once, and I actually ran third, so... Uh, that's pretty neat, and uh, the second time I ever raced her was in February. I brought the mini stock down for the first time and ran third in the mod minis and then last week. So three times I've been down there, and everything's been really nice. They treat us real good down there, and glad to make the trip. Now, how, how do you approach this differently, Is there is or do you? Do you approach it differently, the whole racing thing now, um, than, than you did back when you were running uh, like all the time and you had to go stress out, stress out every week to get ready? Is it different? Um, it's, it's not too much different. I mean, you still got the drive and the passion to win races. Um, it's a little bit little bit less stressful, I, could, I guess you could say, because I'm not exactly going to be able to do a points run for it. So I'm just going to try to run every other week or whenever my schedule allows me to. And, of course, I'm going to go out there and try to win every race I can, so... And whatever happened to your? Uh, I mean, I remember at DeSoto, you and uh, it was uh, what was it, Jesse Dutilly? You guys were battling all the time, and and he'd win a championship, and then I guess you won it. And what do you? Whatever happened to him? Is he still racing? Yeah, last time uh, I heard, uh, he was racing. He raced the limited a couple times uh, at DeSoto. Um, he's been racing a bomber down Charlotte, and uh, actually, I just talked to him uh, two two days ago, and I guess he's having a baby, so. I don't think he'll be doing any racing anytime soon. Well, I guess, no, you can't race when you're having babies. <laughs> I was going to say, I'd like to see the man have the baby. That would be really interesting. Ahead, no, um, I was going to say, now, 
on the weekends that you have the um, that your work schedule allow you to race, are you going to go back race at DeSoto, race at Charlotte? Where do you prefer to, or where, you know, where are you going to be racing at? Well, it's been it's been a few years since I raced at DeSoto, but something came up a couple weeks ago where I had the opportunity to go drive a Sportsman, a 50 lapper. It's pretty neat going back to DeSoto. It's been a while, but uh, DeSoto doesn't run many stocks anymore, and I know Charlotte uh, is more than welcome to have the. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we had like nine, ten cars, and there's a couple other guys that are going to pull them out of the garages and maybe start coming to race. So, were you racing up at DeSoto recently, the night of the uh, the Thorben race? Uh, no, I think it was uh, a week or two before that. Okay. But yeah, I plan on going back down to Charlotte. They're they're running our class, and we got. Real strong group of guys that like the minis, so, yep. so I'm looking forward to it. What's your car number? It's number 97. It's a blue and red car. Okay. I just want to watch up, watch for you, and the next time you're down to Charlotte, come say hi. Yeah, it's it's not a – the car's not very pretty to look at. Um, it's been through, geez, five, six seasons with the same body on it. Yeah. But uh, like I tell people, they say, man, your car's ugly. And I said, well, it still wins races, so I really don't care. And that's all matters, that, and you're having fun. Yeah. You know, and that's what that's what really counts. And what we'll have to do is we'll have to get you a real racing USA. We'll get you some of our bumper stickers, and you can uh, decorate your car up in real racing USA bumper stickers. Yeah, we'll cover up some Russian boxes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. But, yeah, I plan on uh, sometime in July, I think it's like July 12th or 14th, I'm going to try to come back down to Charlotte, run the mini stock again. Okay. So I'm really looking forward to it. The track, like I said, they treat us real good down there. The track's in pretty decent condition, and... The car seems to be keeping up with everyone, so everything's there. All i got to do is get behind it and wheel it, so I'm really <laughs> looking forward to it. Well, you certainly know how to do that. You do that well. It was uh, You didn't look like you missed it, missed anything not being uh, racing for a while. It sure seemed like Saturday night. You knew what you were doing. Yeah, well, I got handed to my dad. He uh, he helps me, out to the, uh, helps me out with the car a lot. He really doesn't get a chance to make it out to the races, but back at home working on working on the car in the garage, he really knows what he's doing, so... And the motor's somewhat still strong. I mean, it could get refreshing, but still fast. It still turns left, and it's still handling. So I'm real happy. I had a really good race Saturday. I got out of the car. I was nothing but smiles, and I was kicking myself in the butt the next day, wishing why I didn't drive a little bit harder. But, you know, everything went well. Kept in one piece. The rain let us race, so I was happy. Yeah, that's cool. All right, man. Well, I'll tell you what. You go out there, keep uh, keep uh, the streets of Bradenton safe, and uh, we'll talk to you again real soon, man, and look forward to seeing you again soon. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. All right. Take it easy. All right. Bye. Okay. Godfrey Jr. One of the... Sergeant or a corporal or a... couple of times, you know... Officer. I remember when... Uh, I remember when Billy uh, Bigley's uh, uh, boys... One, uh, I forget which one it was, uh, won their first race ever in the Magic Fours mm-hmm. there. And uh, they were going crazy. So I was standing next to he and his wife, Kim, and I, I videotaped them instead of the race because that was, you know. And I remember just a few minutes ago, I did the same thing when Todd Freed won his first race. His dad was so... He was going crazy, so I was videotaping him instead of the race. It's fun to see parents have that uh, have that thrill. Hey, um, both of you guys, the in the uh, the Outlaw Street Stock race Saturday night at Charlotte was, was it Vernon Hart that ended up getting put into 
turn three wall. After my race that I had, I wouldn't watch it. I couldn't tell you. Paying attention, Jack. Did you did you see it either? Cause I I was there was a there was a lot of um, talk up on the hill about about that wreck. What and that it was done purposely? Yeah. Well, that always makes racing more interesting, doesn't it? And you know it, it was it was interesting. <laughs> somebody and somebody somebody back of me said something to the effect of, "Oh no, you know that wouldn't happen." And all I could think of was, "But I've seen that happen on several occasions in that exact same spot." And they're going, "They couldn't see." And I said, "You know what? I don't like hearing they couldn't see. You know, most drivers who've been driving for a long time know when there's somebody pressing right up against them and um, could potentially pass them." Yeah. Don't you think, Rob? Yeah. Don't you know? Don't you have that sense? Don't, can't I, you tell when that person I have up? to tell you, I just remembered what you're talking about. Oh, good. Now, so I do happen like to know who Vernon, I, I, I know who Vernon is because he came up to talk to me, he was, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we've talked to him both. I don't know who the other car was, and I wouldn't I even, I wouldn't even know it was Vernon Hart's car, except you said his name, yeah. because all I was doing was watching cars. When that event happened, when that wreck happened, I happened to be... I was always standing and walking around, you know mm-hmm. that. But I happened to be sitting right next to a couple of people, and I turned to them and I said, "He did that on purpose." I'm instantly. Yeah. That's what it looked well, like. And, to and that's me. what and that's what we all said too, yeah. um, because because it, Vernon was going. You now know, it may not have been. I don't know, but I don't. It doesn't matter who they were. Or yeah. I don't know. I just saw that event yeah. happen, and I thought, "Man, it looked like he did that." I mean, it looked yeah. really like it was. It was a, it was an interesting night of racing Saturday. Okay, who, Rob, who, let's talk modifieds, man. We got Tony Carino on the line with us. Yeah, what's happening, Tony? Welcome hey, to the show. Doing? Yeah, man, I, I just happened to be uh, flipping through uh, t- the message board of all places, and the first person I clicked on, I I had to click on the Phil Morrison link, and the first thing I see is you yelling at the flag man in Charlotte County. <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of tough. Uh, that was kind of a tough deal for you there, you know. And uh, I didn't mean to bring that up to hash up something that probably just has got you livid. But yes, but, well, you did. What Bob. do you what, what do you think about that particular night? Let me hear your take on it, since I've heard everyone else's. My take on it. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, we had a we had a pretty good car that night, and uh, we were uh, running third there on the last lap, and. Uh, Gags and uh, Morse uh, got together there, coming to the checkered, and uh, I thought we crossed the checkered line first. Well, you did cross the checkered line first. <laughs> yes. Um, the checker flag was out. If the checker flag was out and you crossed it first, you uh, probably should have been paid for first. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, they but, were, they were waving. People tell me that. Um, you know... It's hard saying, you know. That's all I can say. Uh, I've had my many disagreements with, uh, you know, finishes and stuff up there. But uh, so, where did they end up placing you that night? Uh, we got paid for second that night. All right. Well, Tony. Second's not Tony. First, I, I'll so. tell you. You know, you 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 just have to kind of look at it like even in the Super Bowl, which is America's probably biggest sporting event. The officials there make mistakes too, so what the hell? Yeah, but they got instant replay, man. Where's the instant replay? <laughs> well, you know, they, they 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 kept trying. I kept asking them, well, how you know, how do you justify that? And they said, well, we got to go back to the last lap. 
and uh, we kept saying, okay, then if we're going back to the last lap, we got one more to go. Yeah. Well, how, how, how can you go back to the last lap if the checkered flag was out? I mean, once you put uh, the checkered flag out, isn't the race, I mean, that's it. The race is officially done. Well, yeah. Well, that's why uh, all the racing I've ever watched, uh, that's the way I took it. But, you know, this is new to us. We just got going here at the beginning of the year. <laughs> we're learning a lot as we go. That was pretty funny, though, the way you just said that. Because, But that's not the way it should be, Tony. You should have won that race. Okay. That. So so t- tell us how you got started and what your deal is, man. Uh, Well, we went and uh, watched a good friend of mine run it uh, up at Citrus at the, uh, back about October of last year. And uh, me and my wife were sitting in the grandstands, and uh, she said, uh, would you like to do this? And I said, heck, yeah. What a so, nice uh, We walked down to the pits, and I went and talked to a gentleman by the name of Robbie Cooper. And uh, he was pretty fast that night, and I said, uh, you want to sell one of your cars? And he said, sure. So uh, we bought his car, and uh, we ran uh, a handful of races at the end of last year between uh, Arvindale and uh, Inverness, and uh, we got a taste of it. And uh, we didn't do that bad. We we, we had a few uh, incidents, you might say, but uh, we decided during the off-season we'd uh, redo the car and uh, had the motor redone, and uh, we decided this year we'd uh, we try to make a whole year doing it. And uh, we ran, uh, we started off at Citrus a couple of times and Arvindale a couple of times, and then uh, somebody said, uh, let's go down and check out uh, Charlotte County. So we went down there and ran their first race, and we've been coming back ever since. Well, that's good because the, the counts have been uh, going up and up and up with those modifieds, and it's mm-hmm. nice to see the... You know, uh, what did you guys have, 16 or 17 cars that night? Uh, I don't know if it was 14 or 15 that night, but we have had that oh, many. Good, good. They've been getting a real decent count down there compared to the other tracks. Uh, Arvindale's probably 45 minutes from us to get there. Uh, Citrus is probably an hour north. You know, Charlotte County's a couple-hour pull force headed south. Oh, are you in uh, Tampa? Uh, we're just a little bit north of Tampa. Oh. little town called Lutz. Yeah. I know it well. I just got transplanted from the hurricane. That's all. I haven't been uh, able to get back. But we enjoy coming down there. It's uh, the guys that run that class down there. Well, that's yeah. good, man. They need to uh, keep that modified class going. Uh, so that's what you're going to do. You're going to run modifieds. Yeah. Yep. It looks that way. <laughs> well, that so sounds we're gonna good. The world for that. We're going to, you know, uh, we're content with that for now, and uh, uh, we really enjoy it, and. Uh, we ran some go-karts back in the early 90s, but uh, about 95, we quit doing that, and I raised a family. And then uh, out of the blue, we just jumped on this bandwagon here. So uh, we're going to ride it out, see where it takes us. You literally jumped out of the grandstands at Citrus into a modified. Yes, basically. Into yeah. one of Robbie Cooper's rockets. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was, it was a good car, but, you know, just because, you know, Robbie's a hell of a driver, man, and... uh at least I knew I had a piece that was capable of running good. It was just, you know, whether you had it in you or not. So, uh, now, how, how many races did you run at uh, at at Citrus? Now, how many of you raced there? We ran we ran up there five or six times at the end of last year, and we split that between there and Arbindale. But uh, how, how do you compare uh, uh, Racing on the track, you know, as far as the track and, and, and the raciness of the track, how do you compare well, Charlotte and, and Citrus? Uh, 
Citrus is a neat little track, and if you can get hooked up there, you know you can get around there pretty uh, decent. It, it, it's it's kind of like you know when we raced go karts back in the early nineties. We you bored us at the bull ring. Sure, you know, you're on the gas, you're on the brake, you're on the gas, you're on the brake. When we went to uh, Charlotte County, it was like you know we ran a gear that I didn't even have in the trailer. I had to go buy one, and uh, the speed was you know it, it's twice as fast. Uh, oh, it's track's a lot wider. It's a lot more racier, so to speak. So. It's faster at Charlotte? Oh, it's definitely faster. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely faster than Citrus or, or, or Arbondale. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that because there's a little, it seems like there's a little more banking there at, at, at Citrus. I mean, Yeah, but the gear, you run, uh, Charlotte's a little bit longer. Yeah. Okay. It's a little bit yeah. longer. Definitely longer. Uh, Citrus, we were pulling like a, a 631, a 639, and in Charlotte you're pulling, you know, 587, 594, something like that. So it, it, it's a lot faster to me. Yeah, no, I got you. Okay, that's cool. Tony, where'd you race go karts at, and what years? Uh, I started in like 1990 in a little place there beside I four, there in Sefner. Uh, yeah, Earl had it. Uh, did you Did you race at that track right before they closed it, the asphalt track? Uh, we ran on the dirt. I right. never ran no asphalt. You never ran asphalt, just dirt. Just dirt. Yeah, now what's that, a Lazy Days RV center now? And then uh, back then there was also a little dirt track up there in uh, Dade, a little town called Dade City. Right. Uh, up next to the motocross track, a guy named Yoho ran it for quite a few years. And uh, we ran there for a while, and then we got on the, uh, well, the WKA kick there, and we started running some tracks all over Florida and Georgia and South Carolina. Tony, did you say Yoho? Yeah. yeah. Did, is that what you said? Yeah, Yoho's yeah. a big motorcycle race. See, here, here's the thing, Tony. Uh, we don't talk about Robert on this show, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. We love Robert. He makes us money because, see, we always bet that he'll bring out the caution first. There you go. You know what I mean? And, and we win. <laughs> there was quite a few of them last week down in Charlotte County, too. <laughs> yeah, there was a few. Yeah. Were you, were you there? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, for a little while. Yeah, yeah. So, you, were you there for the late model wreck? No, no, we didn't make it down for the late models. We were there the week before. Oh, we'll be I, there this Saturday. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I, I understand that. We were there. I was there, and I, I was the one that took the picture of you. Uh, that, that's on the message board there, talking to the official. Oh, okay. But, yeah, but uh, I was wondering if you were there this past weekend as a fan right. or something. No, sir, it's a little far to go to watch for us. Yeah, I got you. Especially with the the fuel the fuel crisis and everything right now. It looks like that you're telling him in the picture that this Aquafina that you're drinking is really tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Aquafina commercial. Because uh, he looks like he ain't got a clue about what you're saying. He's looking to somebody. Well, well, actually, he was looking at the guy that works the back straightaway, and he was trying to tell him no, that wasn't happening. Uh, this guy here won, but. Uh, you know, they, they they made a decision, and uh, that's right. You got to live gotta with live it, man. With it, man, and uh, live by the sword, live by the sword kind of deal. So uh, come get the next one. We'll take it, uh, and we'll 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 be back. That's all right, right, man. Yeah. Come get the next one. That's all you can do. Well, you know, it's it's pretty cool to me. The coolest thing here, going is that you just like just started doing this, and uh, you're right in the thick of it, man. And a great one of the most exciting racing classes in in in. Short track racing, which is open wheel modifieds, and uh, you're part of hopefully what's going to be a comeback of that class around the yeah. state. And remember, uh, he, 
He just didn't we start. Go, go, ahead. go ahead, you go. No, we we. You're right. It, it, it was you know I remember sitting in the stands watching some hellacious modified races back in the sunshine days and and, uh, and and you know it's kind of faded off. A lot of these series like the Gulf Coast and the extreme, they you know the sure. the, the economy and the, and the cost and, and you see it going away and and you know by far Bobby's you know he's drawing the most cars right now. Right. Uh, and uh, they, they seem to treat you be pretty fair down there, and they seem to hear what you you know you want to say and and. You know, he, he's, he's been talking about this six-pack series that he wants to start. I, I actually think he wanted to start it this Saturday, but we, we all the drivers all got together a couple of weeks ago, and we we're like, "Look, you know, you, you want to throw this twist into the middle of the of the game," and uh, you know, <laughs> the majority of us really didn't like it. You know, if you want to run a special race day, let's try to promote a hundred lapper or something. Let's try to get some other cars to come down here. Um, so we're going to work hard on doing that. You know. We really want to try to get these modifieds where they need to be. Uh, instead, of everybody just trying to compete against one another, and uh, one track getting five or six cars, and another one's getting eight or nine. Uh, we'd like to get all these guys together, you know, and let's get twenty, twenty-five cars out there to start a feature race. Oh, absolutely! You know what a six-pack ser- series is, don't you? You know what a six-pack series is? Tell us, Rob. What is a six-pack series? That's where he knows he'll sell plenty of six-packs if he can get them to come six times in a row. <laughs> you're right. It's all about the we beer. Didn't we didn't look at it like that, but you're right. <laughs> all right, Tony. We'll talk to you again soon, man. Thanks for coming on with us. Spend us some hey, time. It's been a pleasure having you. Go get them, man. Bye. Y'all take care. Take Thank it you. easy. Yeah, see, you know, that's why Bobby's a good marketer, man. He knows what he's doing. Six-pack series. Bring it. <laughs> I need to sell some six packs. So you did it, guys. You did good, man. You got them all. Eight, all eight drivers, good, eight huh? racers. Actually, we got nine because we got Billy and Cody in. Oh, uh, and we got a phone got, call. And we had Mike. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh. What was it? With July 5th. July 5th, $5 Putnam person, County, Putnam County Speedway. What's the deal now? 20 bucks a carload, $5 a person, or... Whatever it's gonna, we figured what five bucks a person. They're gonna run an eight hundred to win. Yeah, open wheel modified race on that night. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. And we know that because the promoter picked took- up the phone and called us. They showed initiative. And don't worry, there's still gonna be super late model races at Charlotte County Speedway. Somebody said there wasn't gonna be any anymore, but. I talked to Bobby, and he promised that that wasn't true. That, that, was, that was just a, a momentary lapse of sanity that went away very quickly. That's right. Really? And, and all yeah. the naysayers out there. It all went away very quickly. Wayne Anderson and Bobby Deal are not mad at each other. No, no, not happening. you got to have the super late models. No, no. So it went all fine. And, and uh, this coming week, they'll be racing at your local track. Everywhere. What did you say earlier? Go see a race at your local racetrack. Support your right. local racetrack, Take wherever somebody. it's at. Take somebody That's with right. you. That's right. Take them with Introduce you. Introduce somebody to stock car I'll tell you what. If you don't have enough money to go to the racetrack to get in, call up the local racetrack promoter and ask him if you can bring you and your family there and tell them you don't have money to pay the entry. They'll let you in for free. Just bring enough money to buy some soda, some chips. You gotta feed them kids. Tell Don't him, come in with a cooler. Tell them Rob sent you. Yeah, hey. tell them Rob from Inside Florida Racing. Absolutely. Said that. You go to any racetrack and tell them Rob Elting from Inside Florida Racing said that I could come here for free. I guarantee you, they're gonna let you in for free. So it just all five of you out there listening right now. And Charlotte talked to Bobby. Who made them search for us? It's Casey Mays and 
FancyWorkEmbroidery.com. That is fancy with an I, not a Y. Hey, don't forget Jam Racing. Yep. That's a pretty good motor. You yes, see a lot of does. cars out there with Jam Racing on the hood. Oh, lots of them. Cars and trucks. He didn't want to put a sticker on my car. <laughs> and you're guaranteed to make it through tech, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you, everybody, for joining us for another edition of Inside Florida Racing. We will be back with you again next Monday night at 7 o'clock. Remember, you can always go to InsideFloridaRacing.com and listen to this show and shows from the past. Hey, and uh, the end of the month's coming. End of the month's coming. Who's going to be the driver of the month this month? You could have an impact on that. If you're a driver and you're doing well out there, you need to let us know. I want to see people that are winning, doing good. Winning some races in a row, running at three or four different racetracks, that'd be great. And winning at all of them. I'd love to see you guys support two racetracks in one night, man. You can't do any more than that to help those track owners sell beer, can you? (laughs) It's all about the beer. How about it, Jack? Two tracks in one night, when a driver does that, he's doing his part. He's eating the fuel up, spending the money. Robert Crest did it. I gotta go. you do it.